Hey y'all, happy Monday and welcome to the Manifesting with Molly podcast. I am your host, Molly Drake, and I am here every single Monday to talk about all things manifesting. Hear how I went from full-fledged skeptic to wholehearted believer to master manifester and get the lowdown on all the tips, tricks, and tools that you need to manifest the life of your wildest dreams. Hello, hello. Happy Monday. Welcome back to the Manifesting with Molly podcast. Today, we are talking about the spiritual side of manifesting. Now, this is something that kind of took a while for me to navigate personally, because when I first started manifesting, honestly, I was a full-fledged skeptic, like I've said before. I didn't believe in any of this, and I most certainly did not believe that things like guardian angels existed, that there were magic crystals that would help me make my best life. I just didn't really think that any of that worked. And now I am somebody who wears crystal bracelets, I have a necklace, I wear crystals on my outfits in the day, and I just have completely changed my tune. So maybe after I give you guys some information today that maybe you will change your tune too. So the first thing I want to dive into is crystals when it comes to manifesting. Using crystals, wearing crystals, This one was probably the biggest one for me to jump on board with because, I mean, let's face it, I didn't think that these rocks and stones and whatever were going to help me in any way get the life that I wanted. But since I was so wrong about the whole manifesting thing to begin with, I was a little bit more open to just trying new things. So I found this crystal shop that... um, actually my husband's mom and sister go to and they brought me there and I honestly since the first time I went in there have been obsessed ever since. Now I am like a full-fledged believer when it comes to using crystals in manifesting. I know it's a really hard concept to grasp but we know that manifesting is all about our energy. The energy we give off, the vibrations we're giving off, our attitude, everything is energy. So it just completely makes sense when you think of it from an energetic standpoint because minerals, crystals, rocks, stones all have their own energy. They all have their own frequency. They're all giving off some type of different vibe. Think of it as a magnet. There are crystals and minerals like magnetite, hematite, iron nickel meteorite. All of these have a magnetic draw to them, meaning if you held a magnet near them, it would attract the crystal and they would stick together like magnets. That just goes to show in a physical way the energies that these can put off. Now, I'm talking more on a spiritual level, but sometimes it takes to physically see something in order to believe it. And I totally get that because I used to make fun of people that use crystals. Trust me, I get it. When it comes to manifesting in crystals, there's a few that are known specifically for their energies that help you in manifesting. 
Those are green apatite, blue apatite, Brazilianite, chlorite quartz, cinnabar, celestial quartz, fire and ice quartz, and even diamonds are big, big, big manifesting minerals and crystals. And then there's one that's my personal favorite, which is moldavite, which is pieces of a meteorite from a long, 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 long time ago. And that is supposed to be one of the most powerful crystals around. Um, <clears throat> but before you dive into that, I highly suggest you do a lot of research on it. It can go good or bad. There's hundreds of YouTube videos of people talking about getting a piece of Moldavite and it completely destroying their life. Um, it's something that if you are in a bad place spiritually, it only magnifies how you feel. So unless you have a good grip on your feelings and your spirituality and stuff, I highly suggest to wait till you're in a good place till you try to use Moldavite. Um, but definitely do your research. Do your research on all of them. If you have a local crystal shop, I encourage you to go in and talk to the people that work there, to the owners. They're very, very, very knowledgeable. If you have something in mind that you're looking for specifically, like when I first started, I just wanted crystals that would help my meditation. So I went in and I asked for crystals that would help with that. And then it opened this whole box. I didn't even know that crystals were good for manifesting. And now I love my local crystal shop. I go there all the time. I'm friends with the owners. Um, it's one of my favorite places to go. I feel so calm and like peaceful when I'm in there. So this is like really just a basic touching base telling you guys that this is out there because Anything I can say, I could talk to on blue in the face, and it's not going to change your mind. You need to do the research on what it is that you are specifically looking for, and then just find something that fits best for you. I started out by wearing bracelets. I'm a big bracelet person, and I love them. So if they didn't work, at least I had some cute bracelets, right? So that's where I started. Find a place that you're comfortable with, and just educate yourself. That's all I can tell you to do. Next, I'm going to talk about meditating. Meditating is probably one of the best things that ever happened to me. For somebody who is as spastic as I am, who is all over the place, OCD, perfectionist, scrambled egg brained me, meditation was probably absolutely the best thing that's ever happened to me. At first, it feels so weird because you're sitting there and you're just like, cool, I'm sitting here thinking about all the shit that I need to do. Or like you can't shut your brain off and it takes a lot of practice. But I'm telling you, if you can nail down meditation, you are going to see so many doors open up on your spirituality, on clarity of things that you want. You might even come get new ideas of things that you want or come up with business ideas. Like so many weird random things have come to me during meditation. When I first started, 
all I would do is simply find some meditation music on YouTube and you can sit there for as long as you want. You can do 20 minutes a day, 10 minutes a day. There's even guided meditations that has somebody talking in the background and walks you through it. So it doesn't give your brain a chance to sit there and think about all the stuff you shouldn't be thinking about. This is a time for you to take every day 10 to 20 to 30 minutes, whatever, for you to shut off your brain, shut off the outside noise, and just get clarity. I mean, some things may come to you. You may see, some people say they see like sparkles or swirls when their eyes are closed. Some people just see blackness and they're able to just shut the world out. It's different for every person. It's different every time I meditate. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Sometimes I can still not focus, but usually now that I've been doing it for a few years, it has just helped me so much to be able to calm down the outside noise. I actually started going to group meditations that are hosted at my local crystal shop, Um, and those are amazing too because it shows and opens the door to different ways of meditation that you may have never thought of before on your own. And I think it's best to just try as many ways as possible and just see what works for you and what makes you most comfortable. If we're specifically talking about manifesting in meditation, it's also a really, really, really good time for you to just sit there and visualize everything you're trying to manifest. Visualize it. We've talked about this a hundred times before. Visualize it as if it's already happened, as if you're like replaying it in your head. And then, like I've said before, the universe will have no choice but to catch up with you. So the more real you can make it, the more detail-oriented you can make it, the better. And sometimes I use my meditation to get to that place because... Otherwise, all day, every day, I have kids yelling at me, mom, 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 or I'm cooking dinner, or I'm taking the dogs out, or I'm working on the house, and it's just hard for me to sit there and think about the things that I want in the future. So setting aside some time every single day to do that has made the world of difference when it comes to my manifesting. Lastly, today, we are going to talk about guardian angels. Now, a lot of people don't believe that they exist, but I am here to tell you of all the research I've done, of all the reading I've done, and of things that I've just seen myself that I have literally no other explanation for besides the fact that it was a guardian angel helping me, um, I believe that they exist. I believe that they are always around us and if we ask for their help which we have to physically ask for their help um, if you ask for their help they will help you any way that they can if you see my stories on Instagram and Facebook a lot I'll be posting when I look at the time I often see what we call angel numbers which are just repetitive numbers like 333-222-444. Those are said to be signs from our guardian angels, and each of them has a different meaning. I used to look up every time I would see one what they meant, but it's gotten to the point where 
I will wait until I see the same number three times that day, and then I'll look up what it means. Sometimes it's the license plate of the car in front of me. Sometimes it's what my change is when I go to the store or how much a bill is when I go to a restaurant. Um, It could be anything, just different sequences of numbers that have different meanings. Like 1111 is a very popular one that you've probably heard of a lot. And 1111 basically just means that your guardian angels are watching over you and you are on the right path and to keep going. Then it gets more in depth. So if you start seeing those, it could be your guardian angel communicating with you. Another popular way to tell that your angels are around you or spirits are visiting you is if you see a cardinal or a cardinal comes to visit you. Um, They are said to be very spiritual birds and it is just said to be when a cardinal comes to visit you, that is a spirit or an angel coming to tell you hello and just inform you that they're there and they're watching over you. And another very popular one is white feathers. If you find an all-white feather, if an all-white feather... I have literally... You guys, I'm not even kidding you. I have been driving and asked just... When I didn't even still know that I thought that guardian angels were real, I was like, okay, fine. If you're here, give me signs that you're here. Show me in the next 24 hours a white feather in a situation that I would never have imagined a white feather to show up at. And I shit you not. (laughs) I was in the parent pickup line later that afternoon to pick up my son and a white feather fell out of the sky and landed on the hood of my car. I was speechless. I had to call my husband immediately and be like, you're not even going to believe what happened. And even he was skeptical at first, but like, what are the chances of that happening? I'm not saying that you guys have to believe in this stuff, but I'm just saying there's too many things in my own personal life that have lined up for it to just be chalked up to a coincidence. As far as manifesting in guardian angels, um, I use angel number signs when I get them as Just signs of encouragement, signs that I am on the right path, signs that sometimes, I can't even specifically remember which number it is right now, but sometimes it'll come up, I'll look it up and be like, oh, Google, what does angel number 444 mean? What does angel number 888 mean? And some of them are very, very encouraging, and some of them tell you you're focusing on the wrong thing. You're focusing too much on materialistic things. You're focusing too much on work stuff. Focus a little more on family. And I kind of take those to heart. And to this day, what, five, six, seven years later, I have never been steered wrong by following that. I follow my gut intuition. I use those as little nudges and guides to like point me in the right direction. And then I go from there. And I'm not saying you guys have to believe in this. I'm just saying that this is... A big part of manifesting. This is a big belief when it comes to manifesting. Um, 
And I wholeheartedly believe that there are just spirits in other dimensions and other realms and other worlds from heaven, whatever you want to call it, that are here to help guide us through our lifetime. Anyways, I know that that was a lot of weird stuff to talk about in one day. Um, I figured I'd just rip it off like a Band-Aid and just introduce you guys to the more spiritual side of manifesting. It is something that you kind of have to research on your own. If you have open arms to it, open mind to it, I highly suggest that you do your research. Read as much as you can. Um, Do as much personal research too. Find out what it is that you believe in and just go with that. I'm not sitting here saying that you guys have to believe in guardian angels or have to believe that crystals work, but then my own journey, that has helped me and has changed my life completely. And once I was open to letting all of that kind of stuff into my life, I really did get to see the actual magic that manifesting can be. So if you guys are more interested in this, let me know. I will make more episodes um, going into detail specifically about each individual thing if you want. Um, But with that, I'm going to leave you for the week. Let it stew. Let you guys do some research. And I leave you guys with lots of love, good vibes, and happy manifesting.